0: Todd, did you plug your microphone
1: in? Yeah, I plugged the microphone. Wait, let me check. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're good now. We She's good to go.
0: Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince. We have new theme music this week. Oh, do
1: we ever! Wow, uh, that's the first time I've heard that. Um, so, I thought you'd like the tuba. I was going to say, in order to find that, did you did you Google seafaring baritone music? Uh, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice.
0: Hey, hey, you know, failure is always an option.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Thanks As we for joining weekly. us. Well, hey, we're doing this for us. If if anybody that's listening enjoys this half as much as we enjoy doing it, you know, it's all for our own entertainment. I'm Dwayne Johnson, uh, joined as always by Todd, uh, is still in an undisclosed location.
1: Yes, yeah, still in an undisclosed location. The uh, toilet paper fort is not as big of a fort as it was before, though. Just got to be honest. <laughs> And you've got a get you brought our guest this time. I did. I did. So uh, as, a, as a special guest, the discussion about the topic this week was we should talk about concerts. And uh, I said, if we're going to talk about concerts, uh, then uh, then my wife, Lisa, needs to join because uh, she's she's been to more concerts than you and me and most of our audience combined. So uh, I, I figured we should try something different. Normally, it's just you and me yakking about stuff. We should bring in an actual expert to talk about some stuff.
0: We tried that with baseball and it worked really well. So I think this is going to be great.
2: Problem with uh, going to concerts too much, though, is I can't hear much anymore.
1: That's how you know they were good. It's true.
0: Welcome, Lisa. We're glad you're here.
2: Thanks. I'm looking forward to it. I've, uh, Todd gave me homework this week of things to think about. So I'm a little stressed about this, but think it'll be fun.
0: It's more homework than Lucas has done in the last week.
1: Let's be honest, he was a senior. He wasn't doing homework even if he was in school. It's a lot of truth there.
0: <laughs> oh. So, we've got updates. We got to go through the rundown here. Uh updates from last week. Uh follow-up from the last show. Todd, you got some notes on the last show?
1: Yeah. So, um last show, uh we talked about how we both got new microphones. So, we were investing in making this podcast sound really good and And upon hearing it back, uh, Dwayne sounded great. And I sounded significantly worse after buying a microphone. Later in the show, I moved on to Todd's Tech Corner, where I told people, here's some things you should do to improve your technology. And and I bring those two pieces up because uh, apparently I may no longer be the host of Todd's Tech Corner. Because, uh, yes, I used the microphone the entire time, and I forgot to go into the settings of the recorder and say, "Use the new microphone." So, um, yeah, i I think we're gonna retire Todd's tech corner for a while because I literally don't know how to use technology.
0: what it? Aren't you in charge of technology or something?
1: Yeah, but that's leadership. See, I don't have to do anything. Like I have people that know what they're doing. So you pay people to know what they're doing. Right. I get it. I get it. I'm there. It's the key. (laughs) If I don't even have access to any of the stuff and I, that's on purpose because nobody wants that.
0: Also, we also from last week launched the website, talking to Todd.com and a feedback channel feedback at talktoutad.com but we didn't get any so you know no our news global is good news no, no that's right' For 100 customer satisfaction yeah, hey that's right they're not they're not complaining they're happy right that's but um, Mark Felderman listened Mark and I went for a went for a walk this week Felderman listened. Um, he took issue. With our list of impacts to sports with no fans. Um, he said soccer stinks and the NBA is rigged, but it's a very good
1: show. <laughs> so we got a little bit of feedback. Insightful commentary from Mark. Soccer stinks. Period. So, so, so I'm It's just calling it like he sees it. That's how we used to do football. He calls it like he sees it. And the NBA is rigged. I mean, that basically broadly agreeing with Amy. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay.
0: He well. almost always agrees with Amy, though. So, so do we should we other? Did we get any other feedback?
2: Our daughter listened. Really? Yeah, she thought you guys were pretty funny.
1: I, I believe. I believe the feedback we got was it was okay. <laughs> so we're going to count that as a positive. Um, the other bit of feedback that we got from our daughter was we need a better platform. So. <laughs> So she she's not liking that. the Podbean. She's not liking Podbean. So tech corner will be hosted by Lindsay next week. Okay. There we go. Talking about podcasting platforms.
0: Fantastic. Hey, we'll take any help we could get the, uh, you know, the other thing that we didn't talk about was merch. We promised to talk about the merch, but we didn't.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of uproar in the uh, online community that, uh, they're asking where's the merch i i every day i see I see just in the on the boards where's the merch I see in my email multiple times a day now
0: emails from Zazzle because that's where I hosted our merch you can get a if your name is sandy Johnson you can get a throw pillow with our faces
1: on it and our logo
2: what, I sent a Mother's Day present doingne <laughs>
1: I think I think the key, the key question, though, is what does a 10-pack go for?
0: You need a 10-pack of throw pillows? To start. Fantastic. Uh, that's not where the break is. The break comes in at 12. Yeah. So
1: what do we have available in our merch store?
0: Uh, you can get a T-shirt that says, Talking to Todd on the front and uh, has our tagline on the back. Failure is always an option. Uh, you can you can get a mug with the same logo, because if you drink coffee like I drink coffee, you need multiple mugs all at the same time. So last I knew Zazzle had 40, 50, 60% off. They're just trying to sell anything at this point. I think it's COVID. I, I don't know, but there's some great deals right now out there. So um, there's a link on our website. There's a link on talkingtotodd.com. Uh, if you, if you too need a talking to Todd
1: shirt, there you go. Main topic. Yeah. Main topic concerts. So the, uh, the, the, the overall homework that we gave ourselves, uh, and it turns out it's a lot more, we, we make things a lot more complicated than it needs to be. Uh, it was, Hey, we should talk about concerts. Great. Good ones, bad ones, whatever. So we're going to start off. And by the way, just to be clear, this, this is not, this is not a draft, right? Dwayne, this is, this is just a list not versus, Versus the draft that we did before. Is that correct? Right.
0: Throw out a category
1: of best or worst
0: and and then we'll just, we'll talk through. And so if you're listening and you agree, or if you were at the same concert that we were at or saw them in a different venue, um, drop us a line. Feedback at Talking to Todd. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback or who you saw. Or, or pass along yeah, your...
1: Pass along your feedback to Mark, and then he'll pass along to Dwayne. So <laughs> that's that's another way we could do this. It's 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 not a high volume one, but it'll it'll get through. So, all right. So let's start off with uh, so best or most memorable in a positive sense. Uh, now it sounds like an Oscar award category: best directing of a short film. In a anyway. So, best or most memorable concerts that you've been to, and uh, since uh, Lisa, do you want to do you want to go off? I'm I'm interested to hear what your what your number one favorite or most memorable concert is.
2: So I uh, really thought about this because, as you know, I have been to many from uh, classical to heavy metal and everything in between, and um, I came up with uh, probably my favorite concert of all time was Steve Perry, not with Journey steve perry by himself solo he was fabulous is uh pretty much all i can say it i knew every song that he sang he was funny he was engaging he wasn't drowned out by all of the music that journey puts out not that i'm not a journey fan i am seeing steve with journey as well but uh as a solo artist he put on a show that was tight memorable funny exciting all of it it was really really excellent long time ago now i think 1996, I want to say. But uh, really, really great show.
0: That's kind of amazing to me. Of of all of the bands and people and, and stuff that you've seen, that that's the one. I would not have guessed that.
2: I, I told Todd today he wouldn't guess who I was going to say. And I really, I kept going up and down, but I did land on that one. I just remember what a great night it was. And how fabulous it was! And he was in a more intimate venue. He was in a uh, symphony hall, so the acoustics were fabulous. And you know, the man can sing. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really, really great. But we'll do it again in a minute. So, so I'm curious to hear what you guys is.
1: So does does Steve Perry? Do we send a uh, talking to Todd throw to Steve Perry mm-hmm. for winning? Is that no? That's <laughs> not the way where this is working. No, it's not. All right, I was confused. Sorry, he's got to get he's got to get two of the three votes.
0: Oh. Then he gets a throw pillow.
1: Oh, oh, that's
2: how it works. Okay, yeah,
1: that makes sense. Okay, that's cool. All right, so we've got, we got Steve Perry from Lisa with a surprise pick. All right, Dwayne, I'm actually going to go with a similar kind of take like Lisa did. Jackson
0: Brown. Oh, wow. In in the Civic Center in Des Moines, Amy got me fourth row seats, and it was just him and his and a piano and a guitar no band no backup no nothing just fantastic incredible concert um and like you said funny engaged engaged with the audience talked back and forth um i mean people would shout out songs that they wanted to hear and he and then he played them and uh just kind of went with uh, just fantastic so much fun so for me jackson brown best concert ever
1: so you, you saw him in the civic center. So the most important question is what color of seat were you sitting in? I think I was in green. Okay. Just cause they got a lot, they got a lot of colors. There's a lot. Yes.
2: I've, a. Uh- never seen Jackson. Not an overly huge fan, to be honest. Um, One or two songs I've liked. But um, I have been dragged to concerts of people I haven't loved and found myself having a very enjoyable evening. So I'm I'm very surprised at your pick. I think so far, Todd's probably uh, shocked from both of us.
0: Well, Amy got me the tickets and went along with kind of that attitude. She would say, you know, I could name somebody's baby and um. Oh, I don't know. Maybe something else.
2: Running on <laughs> right, empty. Maybe. Is that Jackson Brown running on empty? I think.
0: Running on empty. Yep, yeah. that's another one. Yeah. Yep. 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 Doctor my eyes.
2: Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. So uh, if we have time later, um, I can share a story about uh, Lisa being dragged to a concert that she didn't really want to listen to or wasn't excited to go to, and turned out had a at least not bad time. <laughs> See, that's,
0: that's actually on my list of topics is most surprising concert. So yes,
1: yeah, so we'll get yeah, there. I've, i I already noted that as a, as a, as a, as a potential, uh, as a potential item. So for my number one, so here's, here's the, here's my inherent problem. Uh, not, not only do I have Lisa here to talk about all of her concert experience, but um, she, so while I cannot write her list for her, um, cause I, I was unaware she could write my list for me uh, so I'm at a bit of a disadvantage. Actually, I was just to mess with her. I was going to say, uh, I saw the cars in 1987 in Hilton Coliseum and it was awesome, but that's not accurate. So, uh, <laughs> that may come Does up. At like the in- cars.
2: No, that, that's why oh, he's oh, messing that with may me. Come up,
1: that may come up later in a
0: different, in a different section. <laughs> See, one of my reffing partners, Alan, the cars is
1: his all time favorite band. It wouldn't be had he gone to Hilton Coliseum and seen them with their robot.
2: And you know what? That's the same tour I saw at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City in 1987. And um, I remember it, but it was – I, but, and I had been a Cars fan, and I know we're getting off topic, but I agree with you, Todd. I did not like them.
1: Yeah. Well, there we go. Settled. Um, Cars, don't get a throw pillow. All right. My number one, uh, my number one favorite is Mark Cohn. <sighs> um, so when everybody, when I, when I tell people, Mark Cohn, everybody goes, who? And I said, ever heard of walking in Memphis? And they go, yeah. yeah, love that one hit wonder. I'm like, yeah, he has other music. I think I've, I think we've seen him five times now.
2: Five or six. Yeah.
1: Probably the most memorable was in, um, north of Salt Lake at an outdoor amphitheater in the summer. It was the summer of Pokemon. Because we pulled up to park and there were hundreds of people just zombieing, walking around, holding their phones. Um, it's oh, Pokemon front. Go. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon Go. It was scary. We had gotten front row seats, dead center of the stage. And so he's out there with his piano and then he gets from behind the piano and he plays the guitar and he stands up and sings. But front row, literally, you don't realize there's anybody else. And it's like a private concert, which was absolutely amazing. That was the second time I've been in a front row for one of his concerts, uh, was also in the front row for a concert in an outdoor amphitheater in Sandy a couple of years prior to that. However, it had rained the entire day and had just barely stopped raining by the time we got there. So everything was sort of wet and, you know, I melt when I get wet. So, um, that, that wasn't. Yes. You're so sweet. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. Um, and, one of uh, the other the other couple of i'm not going to go through every single one uh one of the times we saw him uh, he was working on a new album his first new album in 12 years and he's like "Mm, i'll play a little bit off of it and he played the first verse and the chorus of a brand new song and at the end of it looked at his guitar player and said we played that in the completely wrong key that was way too low when it comes out it'll be better which was nice That same concert, he got to the middle and he's like, I don't know. What do you want to hear? And people just started shouting stuff. And he's like, yeah, eh, we can play that one. And then they did, which is nice. Right. And that's
0: what that's what well, that's what Jackson Brown did. Somebody shouts out Rosie and he
1: says, well, there's always time for Rosie. And I'm
0: like, (laughs) oh, my Lord.
1: Well, and one of one of Mark's influences is Jackson Brown. So, you know, it ties in there. We also saw him outside at Deer Valley in Park City one summer. And um, they have a concert series. They build a stage, and you basically sit on the ski slope as it comes down in. So you just, you, you bring, and it's it's outdoor, you bring a blanket, and you kind of hike up, and then you, you lay the blanket down, and then you, you listen to some music. Natural amphitheater? Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. This Utah Symphony plays up there every summer, and uh, it's great. However, it's in Park City. And Park City this park city
2: before Ooh, one the condo- road
1: in one road out. Well, it brings it, it. There's certain people that like living, not everybody, but they're a little bougie. Yes. As our daughter would say, Lindsay, that's for you. Shout out. <laughs> um, the, the, the people I looked over and they had brought a picnic basket, which is perfectly fine. It's very nice. It's nice. You're in the mountains or whatever. And then I look over and they were going to make, um, I'm assuming margaritas so they sure. brought a blend, so they brought a blender but you're like well where do you plug that in <laughs> don't worry um the blender was mounted to a two cycle engine if you imagine um if you imagine like a gas powered trimmer take the trimmer oh, piece sorry. off and put a blender on the end of it and put handles on it so you can hold on to it so the guys literally pull starting his blender and then revving it raw, raw, and then starting to blend <laughs> um and we're during like, the concert this was before the concert um, okay, the first well, time
2: was before the concert.
1: Yeah, actually it was. In the when they needed refills, that was in the concert. That was during the concert. Yeah. So anyway, that was cool. That was, oh, look, we're in nature and a natural amp. Ah! Anyway, that's. <laughs> so Todd's number one, Mark
2: Cohn. I would have guessed that I have to say. And yeah. Yeah. He puts on a good show, though. I mean, every time you want to go, I'm perfectly happy to go. I, great, great evening. More people should go see him.
0: So you've seen him five or six times? Who have you seen
1: most?
2: Me, me or Todd?
1: Either one of you. <laughs> well, let me answer first cuz then Lisa's Lisa's going to have a much more impressive number. Um, I've seen Def Leppard more than anybody.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, have and he's he seen them him enough he for both of them. us.
2: They're
1: they're not they're not on my top 3 list, but I've seen them uh, a lot. <laughs> Um, how many times would
2: you say? Oh, at least
1: maybe, maybe 12.
2: Yeah. You've
1: You've seen seen Def Leppard a dozen
0: times
2: easily, maybe more.
0: And Lisa, what's your number?
2: I have seen Elton John 59 times.
0: Oh, I haven't seen. I, in preparation for this, I listed every concert that I have ever been to. You've seen Elton John more times than I have been to concerts period in my entire life.
2: Well well so I have to I have to like say you know the first time I, I, I'm getting up there in years now. The first time was in 1977. So if you amortize that until now, that's really not that many times a year. Um, but I lived in London in 1989 and he did 12 nights at Wembley and I went to 11 of the 12 nights at Wembley and uh it's funny though because in my list of top three Elton's not in it um he is my all-time favorite performer and as you and as mentioned more than anyone else but um there's people who put on a better show I just happen to love his music and have always always enjoyed him and Todd Todd hasn't been that many times with me four or five maybe Todd
1: yeah so, I think probably yeah.
2: But, you know, he's he's a great musician. I don't know if you've ever seen him, Dwayne. He's a great musician. There's no uh, talking to the audience and making you feel like you're part of the show. Like, we we once saw Elton and Billy Joel together. And even though I'm this huge Elton fan, Billy was far more engaging and entertaining than Elton was. And uh, so I, I almost hate to say that because I love him so much. But I'm like, don't be such a diva, Elton. You, you can talk to the audience, you know. So, and, you know, and... and one of the one of those nights at Wembley all those years ago, because we'd been so many nights, we knew what to expect. And one night, I think he threw a temper tantrum because he didn't come back for any encores, none. He just kind of stomped off the stage, and that was it. So, wow. yeah, it was very interesting. But uh, yeah, so fifty nine times, too many.
0: I I have seen Elton John. We had um, Amy and I went with Greg and Mike and Julie and. I- can't remember, maybe my sister went along, but it was in Cyclone Stadium, Billy Joel and Elton John together. And it was so windy, they had to take down the screens. And I actually listed this as my worst concert. Wow. It, it, because the sound wasn't great. I mean, it's a stadium concert, right? And like you said, no engagement and really difficult to do that in a stadium. It, it, like that, you know, uh, in Cyclone Stadium, anyway. But and then I don't know, five or six years ago, Amy won Elton John tickets here in Des Moines, and we couldn't go, so she gave them to Mark Felderman, <laughs> and Felderman went, and so we bought tickets again because he's supposed to come to Des Moines June 11. Now they haven't can- canceled that concert yet. I I don't know, but we're supposed to see him in June here in Des Moines. And we're really looking forward to it on
2: the farewell tour, right?
0: On yes. On the farewell tour. Cause Amy wants to actually see him in that kind of setting and not in the stadium before he really retires.
2: So we actually saw that concert in salt Lake city, uh, last year and, uh, it was good. Um, he did talk a little bit to the audience, but still overall, I, if you said, Lisa, you can go see Elton John or you can go see Billy Joel, at this point in my life, I would probably go, you know what, I'm going to go see Billy Joel. And, uh, right. and I am a huge, huge Elton fan. Ridiculous. So, um, and that's simply because I don't know if he's done it too long because you know, I'd have given anything to have been around when he was doing his stuff in the early 70s. I mean, I was around. I was too young to go. Um, but I think then he would have been very exciting to see. But as I've seen him over all those years, I have watched it get progressively less and less engagement with the audience. So
0: he's no Garth Brooks. Is that what you're saying? He he's no, no Garth, Garth
2: Brooks? Brooks. But you know, if I had free tickets, I'd still go.
0: So what was the worst concert you've seen?
2: Well, that's why you're laughing. I think it, it, I have two, the cars, as we mentioned earlier, um, right. I'm okay. almost certain that um, I don't know when Todd saw them, if they were doing this, but I'm almost certain they were lip syncing. Um, I'm well, sure they we were. Yes. And, and that was way poorly. before lip syncing was supposed to be a, a, a thing right you're going to see a live concert and we weren't very far from the front and i could see rick okasic and you're right his mouth was not with the music and i thought well why am i paying they sounded great they sounded just like the radio but um yeah Good so they it, did. <laughs> yeah so it was a toss-up between them and then i saw van halen the year that sammy hagar became their um lead singer And saw that tour. Yes, Yeah, I did. But you know, I, so I have this weird habit at concerts. Uh, Don't judge me. Um, At the concerts, I will count how many songs everybody sings and kind of remember that. And, you know, and you you can average that at a normal concert, you're going to get between 18 and 22 songs is a normal concert. Sammy Hagar and Van Halen, um, 11 songs and one for the encore, and they were done. It was a, you know, I'm sure tickets were a lot less then. And the highlight of the night, as I remember, was Sammy singing I Can't Drive 55 and running around on the above. But it, that was his own song. It wasn't even a Van Halen song. They just weren't very good. I don't know if they were just, you know, and, and I have to say, I think it was in a few weeks of the cars. So it was not a good summer. We saw the cars and Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Both not very good. I would say those were probably the worst ones I've ever seen. Although thirty eight special can go in there too, so <laughs> those three. I well, you know when, when
1: you've seen when you've seen that many. You know, you know what we say here on this you know, on the program when you've seen that many concerts, they can't all be winners.
0: It's true. That is our that's that's the other tagline. Cannot. So I've I've spent a lot of time this week as I'm trying as I was trying to go through my list of all of these concerts and and do some you know do some homework on the website set list where people will post their set lists from the concerts I'm that they familiar made, with. Right? it, Yeah. Right. Very, right. Exactly. So now I need to go back and find that Van Halen concert in Des Moines that we were at and see whether or not we got more or less than 11 songs. (laughs) It's a teaser for next week. I'll report back.
2: Please do. And it's kind of weird that I know it, but like I have a friend who I've known, you know, for 35 years now. And and when we still talked, which was she actually sold us our house. So shout out to Dawn. Um, When uh, we talked, she's always like, oh, you went to the concert. How many songs did they sing? Because she knows it's just kind of a weird thing I do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they don't have to be good, but there better be a lot of them.
2: Yeah. What about you, Todd? What was your worst?
1: Well, we, we've established the cars was, was not good. And boy, I feel, I feel really bad about that because um, uh, the only reason I got to go to that is because uh, we were in high school and Chris, um, Chris and his dad had gotten tickets and they bought an extra one for me and I got to go with them. Um, and I was like, "This is cool, like, let's go to a concert." And then was like, "Whoa, oh, that is that is not what I thought was going to happen." We saw we saw U two. We've seen U two three times, twice inside, once outside. Um, one of the times we saw U two was in what was then called and will always be called to me the Delta Center in Salt Lake City, and we were in the upper deck near the top. And they've done some work on it since then. Um, I, I would I could make a case that at the time um that may be the worst music venue in the country. The the roof was just sheet metal with no dampeners. Yeah. So um the cool thing is is that when Bono sang, you got to hear him sing, and then a little just a fraction of a second later the same vocals, and then a fraction of a second later, the same vocal. You you got to hear the concert three or four times, all at the same time. Um, There was a lot of echo. It it wasn't nothing they could do about it, but uh, yeah. And
2: didn't he even look disturbed on stage, as I remember, Todd? Like, he was, like, something's not quite right with the sound in here. You could tell he was a bit concerned about it.
1: I'm just saying Adele will never play there.
0: Sunday, bloody Sunday, 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 Sunday.
1: Yeah, just like that. It's cool. Luckily, the tickets were cheap. So, no, they weren't. I think we're U2 tickets. <laughs> so,
0: what was, what was the first concert you saw?
2: I, I know exactly what it was. Um, my father, when I was in the third grade, you guys have probably never heard of this, took me to see um, who was a teen idol at the time, Bobby Sherman. He was um, he was right along the, the he was as famous as David Cassidy and Donnie Osmond at that time but um, he was on a TV show called Here Comes the Brides and he had a few hit songs and I must have been eight years old maybe seven or eight and I remember my father taking me and it was at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City and um, my father looking like what have I done because it was just you know fifteen thousand screaming little girls. <laughs> um so that was my first concert I my first real concert um yeah. was in that was in high school um I'm trying to think if that was oh I think I saw Kansas in high school was the first one that I went to like without a parent involved so yeah, but, for uh, me
0: that would have been that would have been Whitney Houston
2: first one without what, parents how was Whitney
0: I was disappointed because she didn't sound anything like her album uh, incredible voice but uh, you'd get about a third of the way into this oh yeah i know what song she's singing now or yeah and
2: that was right when she was it huge wasn't, the, wasn't
0: it right yeah, yeah but it wasn't the it wasn't the best concert i ever saw but i've seen worse obviously todd, so,
1: todd? yeah i was hoping i was going to take a pass on this round i'm pretty sure my first actual my first concert i i want to say my parents um took me because i was a I really wanted to go see them. I'm not sure. Boy, uh, it would have been at the uh, at the Cattle Congress in Waterloo. Uh, got to see the Beach Boys. There I've you go. i seen the
2: Beach Boys. Nothing wrong with the Beach Boys.
0: I I saw the Beach Boys in Washington, D.C. when I went for uh, National Boy Scout Jamboree. Me and, I don't know, thousands of other Boy Scouts. You so, know. Probably, so
1: mine probably would have been a couple of years before that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Um, I think my real first real concert then if we count the ones that our parents took us to would probably have been the Statler Brothers.
1: Oh, there oh. you go. So, there you go. Flowers on the wall. Yeah, you know, bed of roses.
2: Interesting. You
1: now, um by the way, Lisa Lisa did the the whole thing about her dad taking her to Bobby Sherman. Lisa did pay that forward to Lindsay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did. Around, yes. around the same age that I was, I took Lindsay to see um, Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus slash the Jonas Brothers. Oh, wow! And uh, not only that, we got to see the concert twice because it was they. We were in Salt Lake, um, and they were filming it for what became the movie. So they did the whole concert twice, and uh, I've never heard so much screaming in my life. It was
0: you really paid crazy. your dues. You have really paid your dues.
2: See <laughs> Lindsay, I have done things for you. It's not true. I took you to see Miley slash Hannah. She was she was going to the through the transition at the time. But you know the Jonas Brothers were. I mean they're way big now, and they were. Oh yeah. You know, but they were real like teeny bop band then. But uh, it was quite the night. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, Todd.
1: <laughs> You're here
0: to help. Thanks. Okay. What what else do you have on your list, Todd? For 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 areas.
2: What about the concert you wished you had gone to? You know, you never went, but it was a missed uh, opportunity. Do you have any of those? I do. I do too.
0: I, I was traveling for work and Amy will not let me forget this. I was traveling for work and the Eagles came to Des Moines and we passed on tickets. And my reffing, both of my reffing partners went and took their spouses and saw the Eagles and now they're not the eagles anymore and she will not let me forget that we didn't go to see the eagles so we never saw and it's the original the lineup same. yeah the original lineup of the eagles right
1: yeah so, yeah, so. just to be clear though y- y- you're you're kicking yourself not because you missed the eagles but because amy missed the eagles and she <laughs> and reminds I- you of that frequently <laughs>
0: Yes. And I love the Eagles, right? And Fleetwood Mac is up there too. I would love to see Fleetwood Mac. And they've been in Des Moines a couple of times and have not gone. Um, those are probably the the two for me that I would, I have not yet seen, would still really like to, even with uh, Vince Gill. Oh, he is? We'll fix that. Yeah, Vince Gill is filling in as the front man for the Eagles. Yeah. and But he's a country liked-
1: star. How could he do the Eagles? <laughs> oh, Yeah because it turns out that in the 70s that rock was now be considered country. But that's fine. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Um we I, saw He was
0: in Okay, so what band was Vince Gill in? Trivia question. What band was Vince Gill in before he was Vince Gill?
2: I do not have a clue.
1: Todd, I, I could stall while I google, but let's just assume that I didn't. Pure Prairie League.
2: He was in Pure Prairie League.
0: He was in Pure Perry League. And the reason I know that is because their, you know, one hit wonder
1: song was Amy. Amy. So, so we we did see, we saw the Eagles. Um, we had a summer where we were just seeing, it was uh, it was the oldies but goodies summer. And we were seeing a whole bunch of big bands, big, big acts that were touring. And we had, we originally, we were not going to go see the Eagles in Salt Lake. And then it was getting time and there were still tickets available. And we said, yeah, we might as well go, you know, who knows how long we can see the Eagles. The defining moment, you got you got the 700 people up front, everybody with guitars and microphones and all that stuff. Then you got Don Henley on the drums and and then you got the big screens and the cameras moving around, whatever. turns out. So every time they put the 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 camera for the big screens on Don Henley, if he wasn't singing, he was doing that old guy chewing thing, you know, where you just kind of you just you're chewing nothing
2: like he had no teeth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like if your teeth were out, you were just kind of like, mm, yeah. Um it did I, I got to admit. It did take a little bit away from the rock band. Just couldn't get past it, huh? It it, it was weird.
2: <laughs> it was weird. It was really weird. But like you, Dwayne, I'm I'm glad we went because that was the last time Glenn Fry was with them and they were right. really really good. I mean, that was our nostalgia summer. As Todd mentioned, I think that same summer we saw like Rod Stewart, Paul McCartney, all the oldies but goodies that summer. So,
1: that, by the way, that was also the concert. This would have been four or five years ago now. Um, (laughs) I I forgot about this. I was like, what else was going on in that concert? Um, There were big signs that said absolutely no video. Okay, fine. Or photography of any kind. Right yes and you're like okay so that's a sign so we were in the upper deck on the side and anytime anybody pulled out their cell phone the ushers were running around telling them knock it off stop it stop it like like i I was just thinking and this was you know four or five years ago even i'm like you're you're fighting a losing battle here like (laughs) yes they were the ushers were told to stop anybody from taking any photos at all, even the selfie of you, they didn't care because that was a photo while you were there. So they were making everybody stop and do that. So, so Lisa, what, uh, what concert did you, could you have gone to that you missed?
2: So I, I regret this to this day. I had a ticket in my hand for queen with Freddie Mercury in. Yeah. And it was in Denver and we had to um, drive to Denver, and it was wintry. It was like February, and I'm an only child, and my mom worries, and I was probably 21 or 22, and she really did not want me to drive to Denver. And I loved my mom, and I knew she was worried, and I gave the ticket to a friend of mine and didn't go, and I have regretted that ever since. it it was the jazz tour when they had the bicycles and he dressed like the Harlequin and yeah, big regret on my part. So, and the people who went were fine. There was no bad weather. They drove, they went to the concert, they drove back. Yeah. It's all my mom's fault. So, but I would have liked to have seen them.
0: So what's next on your list, Todd?
1: Well, we'd mentioned, uh, we'd mentioned the old old guy concert uh, before with uh, Don Henley and, um, that wasn't the most hilarious thing I have seen from old guy concerts. However, Um, we went and saw um, Def Leppard uh, in one of the many, many times that I've seen them. Uh, They came, they came to Salt Lake every summer and, and the, uh, the, the amphitheater that we had outside. Um, And one year, normally they're the headliner, which was, which was good. Uh, One year they were touring with kiss, which, of course, brings the KISS army. And um, what I will tell you is the, um, the audience for deaf and the audience for KISS, you would think is a high level of overlap, but it is not. It is, that's a, anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. You could probably get a PhD on that. But um, deaf was second to the end. So we sat through the entire depth set and it was great. And then we're sitting here and we're, we're pretty close to the stage and we're like, you know what, we'll, uh,
2: hear rock and roll why don't, all night. Right. Why
1: don't, why don't we, why don't we hear a little bit of kiss, but we're, we're not going to be hearing the encore of kiss. Let's put it that way. So let's just, let's just see what happens. Right. So we're sitting there and then of course, the traffic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and they start with and i don't exactly remember i think you know they've got the big curtain that kind of falls down and then they're just the, the guitars go on and 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 gene simmons is on a platform that is in the rafters basically and he's slowly being lowered right um and and so he's he's on the guitar and he's just he's playing and he's got the tongue thing and all of that right and all that and, and everybody cast, and it's just you know it's 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 the it is the opening of a kiss concert like just exactly what you'd think. Yeah. Literally. Like if you drew this up, it's exactly what you would think. And the platform comes all the way down and he's just, I mean, the the tongue and everything. And then, and then the platform hits the stage. Okay. And he's in his, you know, he's in his high heel or not high heel. The the boots, you know, have like five, five inches platform boots and everything and, you know, throwing the horns and all of that. And then he goes to get off, this platform which is probably i don't know let's call it five inches high and then he goes to get off the platform while while the music's playing and suddenly you see him like take a hesitant step and well, no that's kind of i don't how do i uh, that's pretty tall. like i don't uh, It all of a sudden you're like the dude's 70 and he's trying to go down a single step Totally breaks character Uh Uh completely. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then as soon as he's on, as soon as both feet are on the ground, tongues out, throwing the horns, let's rock. (laughs) But not over there. That's dangerous. And we're going to probably need to put some caution tape. And maybe somebody should come out and help me with that. Honey, honey, can you lift me down, sir? Hold on. We'll get a Boy Scout for you. Um, I'm
0: going to rock
1: and roll all night, but not on a platform because
0: that can hurt a guy. It
2: was funny. Todd is not like, exaggerating. It was so like, oh my God, he's my grandpa.
1: You know? <laughs> so like he's gonna throw a hip. And it was just it it broke the illusion. Let's just put it that way. It it did it did break the illusion a little bit.
2: Yeah. So what did we do, Todd? We stayed for one more song and then we're like, you know one what? We're good. Let's and leave. Then,
1: and then after the after the second song finished, Lisa goes, Are you ready? And I was already walking down the aisle. Um uh, <laughs> And and it was good because uh yeah, beating the traffic, that place, um, the, the traffic flow was terrible. It could take you two and a half hours to get home from there. Um, by beating the traffic, we made it in twenty five minutes. So uh it was a win all the way around. We didn't have to listen to more kiss and we got home early. So that was that was good. But listened long enough to say that you can see them and saw them.
2: Yes, yeah. exactly. If hey, you take them some concert,
1: oh yeah. You can check yep. them off oh, your fine. list. I saw exactly. more, I saw more Kiss in concert than I've ever needed to.
2: <laughs> oh God, they're classic. Now,
1: yeah, yeah, it's like a classic car. Yeah, that's a what is that? Well, that's a seventy-eight. Uh, that's a seventy-eight Chevelle. That's not classic. Well, it's old, so you know it's classic. That that uh, that place out there as well, the the Usana Amphitheater, because um, I, I did promise earlier about the uh, Lisa's uh, not looking forward to going to concerts and then deciding that they weren't terrible. So one of one of the people that I've listened that I've gone to number of concerts, number of times um, is is James Taylor. Um, seen him in Iowa. Seen him in yeah. And uh, I think we saw him in Iowa. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, that at, um, yeah, names. Yeah. Yep. It was at Hilton. Yep. So, um, I move out to Salt Lake, and and so you know, Lisa's like, "Hey, we're gonna go. Hey, we're gonna go here, Def Leppard." I'm like, "Okay, sure." And then I'm like, "And we're also gonna go hear James Taylor." <laughs> By the way, if your musical interests include Def Leppard, they normally don't include James Taylor. Let's just like those are usually separate, right? It's a different kind of concert. Um, I do
2: fire and rain.
1: Yeah, there you go. What more do you need? Pour pour some fire and rain on me? There you Is go. That how this works? Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Well, now we know what we're gonna do for next week. We're just gonna do a mashup. Um so, so we sit there and we're we got pretty good seats. We're we're kind of new in front or whatever. And he comes out and he does his thing. And at intermission, Lisa turns to me and goes, you know, this isn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. (laughs) I think he's now using that on his posters. Um,
0: (laughs) James Taylor, not nearly as bad as you think think he's going to be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because, right, so... So, because you know, when he's live, he's not just sitting on a stool. Like he's, you know, they they try to, you know, he's got the band and he's got the backup singers, and so there's more going on. It's it's not just a uh, snooze radio, right? But but what sealed it then was in the second half. After so, in the second half of the concert, he gets ready. So between concerts, he's he's talking. He's he's very engaged. I mean, he's been doing this for years, and he he engages with the audience. And so he's getting ready and he's like, okay, and he's getting, get the guitar all tuned and everything. And he's getting ready to introduce the next song. And he's like, so here's a song, well, let's be honest, sounds like all the rest. And he just goes into the song. <laughs> and at that point you're like, okay, cool. We're all in, in, the joke. We're all in the joke. So that was, uh, and, and she's how many, how many others you've, you've gotten, you've, you've probably been five or six yeah. more since then.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I took you last year for your birthday without even having being forced to.
1: <laughs> Look yeah. at that. So, wow, uh-huh. yeah.
2: I enjoyed him. Let's say that. And I actually, some of his songs were much better live than I have ever thought they were on the radio. So, but uh, I weird, Todd goes to anything dude. I ask him to go to. So I can't very well say no when he's like, "Come here, this boring old guy, sing." <laughs>
0: We're we're due to see James Taylor again. I've we've seen him three and a half times. Um, but it's been it's been six years. We saw him at the Iowa State Fair back in 06. Um, we saw him um in Hancher do a fundraiser that was both him and the Dixie Chicks. I oh, love the Dixie Chicks he came out and played and then they played and then he played some of their stuff and then they played some of his stuff and it it was great and and it was hancher so was, you know small auditorium really really super that was that was a lot of fun
1: so so we started we started with uh favorites we got through number one on each i'm I'm mostly I'm just curious uh, I mean I could ask Lisa after we shot the podcast off what the rest of her list is because I, I mean I can do that but you know what let's we got the microphone set up um I'm just curious as to to what's number two on on everybody's list
2: um number two on my list was in nineteen eighty nine I lived in London and as a fundraiser, the who did tommy in its entirety at the Royal Albert Hall. But they brought in Phil Collins and Elton John and Tina Turner and Eric Clapton and uh, Paul Nicholas, who you've probably not heard of. He's a big star in England, though, to sing uh, Keith Moon's part. And they did the whole Tommy album. And it was um Pretty darn spectacular. And uh, they did that. And then they took an intermission. And then they came back and played a full concert after. And I had never really been a huge Who fan. But um, I've always been a Pete Townsend fan. Um, I have to say. I don't know if it was just the megawatt star power that was on the stage. But also at the Royal Albert Hall. They're right. um, They're not way above you. Um, The stage is only three or four feet off the ground. And so they're right you could feel like you can touch them and uh i don't know really good memories of the whole thing living in london was fun i had great friends we all went together it, the money was for a good cause it was just a really great show um still not a huge roger daltrey fan but uh the show itself um you know to see tina turner sing you know the acid queen and elton sing pinball wizard was pretty good pretty good
0: that would have been amazing yeah. that would have been an amazing
1: concert holy wow that's neat it was great so, so Dwayne, I think we're way out of our league here. We're talking about, hey, remember that time we went to Hilton and Cyclone Stadium and that nice place, Hancher Auditorium? And Lisa's dropping. I went to the old Wembley when Elton played 12 in a row. Oh, and when I lived in London, I got to see The Who at Royal Albert Hall. Like Totally out of our league. Well, wait oh, till you know hear what? my second one. Do, go, do, go ahead. Yeah. Dwayne, do you remember when The Who came to Iowa Falls? Are you serious? And played... And played the bandstand uh, in Estes Park? No, that oh. never happened.
2: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, you got me.
1: <laughs> I mean, there would have been something, but no, that, that never happened. I think, I think at one point that we had a juggler something. there. Um, yeah, Dwayne, what's your second one? So we got
0: tickets to Sugarland. Oh,
2: she can sing.
0: At the Val Air Ballroom in Des Moines. And then Jennifer Nettles had a had a throat issue, and they had to uh, cancel it, postpone it. And this was really early, back when there were still three of them. And then they went crazy, right? They'd had, uh, you know, kind of a hit sort of um, before. Then they canceled this concert, and then just... Skyrocketed, right? And then they came back and played the Valair after they'd had, and then, and so then we got to see them in this uh, tiny little venue here in Des Moines, the Valair Ballroom. And it was amazing. And then we've seen them, we saw them again. I can't remember whether it was at Wells Fargo or maybe it was up at Hilton. And, and they're fun, but it, it will never again be like this, you know, tiny little Valair ballroom in Des Moines after they've just gone totally nuts. It was, it was amazing.
2: Fantastic. You know, um, that happened to a friend of mine with Adele. Adele had signed on to play the public plaza in Salt Lake City. That's maybe like a thousand people and um, signed the contract and then the huge album, not The last one, but, you know, the first one that was just huge, and she was like this megastar, and she honored the contract and came, and, you know, a thousand people. And uh, I think that's pretty amazing when they do that. So, yeah. And and Jennifer Nettles' voice is one of those that just makes me happy. So, what about yours, Todd? I'm going to (laughs) guess.
1: Okay, I have uh, – I I could say I have mine written down, so you guess, and I'll see if you're right. But then I could just change it. But it's written down, so if it's I, I'm not gonna change it. What what do you, what do you think? Because I've got in in spots two and three. I in the my top three. I have one. I have six in my top three. Because um, we don't <laughs> we don't have any rules around here. <laughs> it's kind of the rules we play by. But I have a definite. I, I put everybody in three I put I put three people in slot three because I wasn't really sure, but I have a definite number two. So who do you think would be my number two? I
2: think it's Garth Brooks. God ah,
1: damn it. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> okay. He puts on
0: such a great he show. Does. And it like Grohl, he just doesn't quit and goes on and on and on, and then you know, takes a th- hour break while they clear out the arena. And
2: does it again and
1: then does it again. Yeah used to refer to there's a couple of people the hardest working man in show business right you you watch Garth put on a show and um, he's at least in contention for that title because he's working hard for for every bit and then to do two shows a night and then to add more shows I've saw him in Ames when I lived there one of the times so we're gonna say that was in the mid 90s when he was sort of at his peak and what was really interesting, I don't remember the exact songs, but when he came out to do his encores, he included, he did a Beatles encore and a James Taylor encore, a uh, song for his encores, because th- that was the music that shaped him, which I thought was really kind of interesting to, to be a huge star and to basically for your encores go, ah, I want to play stuff I like we, and then to come back and see him um, again now is is just is just amazing and yeah i mean what if 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 everybody put on a show like he did like concerts would probably be worth their money in some cases right
2: no very much so
1: i didn't get to go to this show but he also i don't know i don't know if you remember this Dwayne. um the same thing happened with garth he had signed Man, I've 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 not used the phrase National Cattle Congress in 20 years, and I'm going to use it twice in a single podcast. He had signed to do to play the National Cattle Congress in Waterloo, which that sounds a lot more grandiose than it is. It's like a big fair um, for cattle, like State Fair, uh, smaller than State Fair, and they have like 2,500 people to sit on this for to sit, and um, he signed the deal. And then he got huge, but he honored the contract. But they hadn't put the tickets on sale yet. They literally on—I don't know if you remember this, Dwayne—they were on the Today Show telling people to in to stop calling for Garth Brooks tickets in Iowa because it t- was taking down the nine one one system. It was great that he uh, he showed back up and uh, and decided to do that. So, yep, that's my number two. Did you, Todd? Did you go to?
0: Um, another one of those, Chris's dad, Russ had tickets to go see Boston. Did you, were you part of that group? Oh, Boston.
1: I don't remember ever seeing Boston. So I'm going to say no. Yeah, Cause I think Russ and Chris and me, and I can't remember who
0: else, but saw Boston. And it was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can go see Boston. I maybe know a song or two you know, it's another one of those new every song and just fantastic concert, but I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, if Chris invites me, I'll go. Why not? It'll be fun. Hang out. But yeah, that was a blast.
2: You know, I've never really been a huge Boston fan. I, am sure I could sing most of their songs, but, um, have never had any desire to go see them. So I, but I think that's always fun when you go and you think, eh, and then it ends up being great.
1: We saw in the year of of all of our concerts, um, we got to see Paul McCartney in Salt Lake City. And it's weird. You go, hmm, I'm going to go see Paul McCartney. And and it turns out even better than you expected, which it's like, okay, how could you do that, right? Because you're going to go see Paul McCartney. So the bar is pretty high. Yeah, you expect it to be great. Yeah. Um, He came out. And he doesn't have to do this, right? Like, he's, he's, he's got enough money. Um, he, he came out and did two hours and 45 minutes. And using Lisa's songs per concert, um, all the Beatles stuff is like two, two minutes and 12 seconds. So he's, he is cranking out the songs. And you're sitting here going, like, calculating, like, I'm pretty sure he's like seventy. And he's just like, I got some Beatles stuff, and here's some wing stuff, and here's some other stuff, and it's just going on and on. And you're thinking, you know, he could have played half of what he played in that concert, and we would have gotten our money's worth. And yet, he just kept going. And the, the funniest part was, at one point, I turned, I turned to Lisa, and I'm like, you know, the only thing Paul's missing is, uh, is Pyro. Right. Because come on, Paul McCartney, he's not going to have pyro. The very next song was live and let die. And he had pyro. There were flames flying. Like, I think live we were singed.
0: Boom.
1: And there is just flames and we could feel the heat and we were quite a far away. And I was like, <laughs> Paul McCartney knows how to tour. He's got pyro.
2: I can only imagine how hot it was for Paul McCartney because like, you could feel the heat and He it was right behind him, and I'm like, "Good God, he could be cooked right in stage, in front of us." But you know, he was, and I had seen him. I hate to keep saying in London, but I had I'd seen him in the early '80s in London, and. Um, when he was, it wasn't wings, but his wife was still alive and he still had um, Danny who had been in wings with him. And I still remember that time. Um, him, that was the first time I ever heard him sing Hey Jude. And it was kind of like a religious experience that, you know, it wasn't the Beatles, but it was the closest we were ever going to get and the whole place. And it was just in unison and singing along. And, and, uh, I've seen him do it since, but it was just that first time was just amazing. And I thought this is the closest i I ever get to the Beatles and, uh, it was worth it.
0: I saw him, I saw him with a bunch of college friends when we were, when we were at Drake, we made a road trip up to Cyclone stadium and saw him. And this was probably 90 or 91 and is still in my top five concerts of all time. It's just, just amazing. Th- that takes a lot for me because I
1: don't like stadium concerts and, but
0: it's just, oh, it was fantastic.
1: When I was at Iowa state, the Rolling Stones came to Jack Trice stadium. And so, um, uh, I got, I got a really cheap ticket in the upper deck and it was a Saturday night. The problem was, well, there's a couple of problems. Problem number one was it was at Jack Trice stadium. Um, not a good place for concerts as you have pointed out right um when the concert started i was in the upper deck and that's that whole cantilevered you know cement thing out over yeah Yeah. it was moving and that didn't that didn't feel good like and i'm like what what is happening here and you're like oh my goodness it feels i mean i can feel the stadium moving a bit and then you're thinking, well, that can't be. And you're like, well, this is the most this is this is this is the this is early nineties um cyclone football. This is the most people that have been to this place in decades. So we're really stressing it. Like uh I mean, normally you don't you don't put a lot of people in the upper deck at the same time as that was going on across the parking lot in whatever their concert hall is there. It's in the same general CY Stevens. C. Y. Stevens there was also a night of Andrew Lloyd Webber music and I'd already had a ticket to that. So I bought a cheap ticket for the Rolling Stones and the Rolling Stones concert started at seven and the Andrew Lloyd Webber concert started at eight. So I went to the Rolling Stones concert, felt the stadium move and then left and went over to the Andrew Lloyd Webber concert. Um, The downside of doing that, at least is like, yeah, I would have never dated you. (laughs) Um,
2: Oh, so sad.
1: Yeah. The downside of doing that is after leaving an outdoor rock concert, if you go into a concert hall, you will not hear anything for the entirety of the Andrew Lloyd Webber, because all you've got is just ringing in your ears. And so, um, That wasn't, I I don't know that I made the best decisions at all. Most of that night.
2: You left the Rolling Stones Todd.
1: Yes. There there was your first mistake.
2: That's just, no, you're right. Had we even been dating, I'd have left you at that point. I'm going to stay at the
1: Rolling Stones. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I, so this isn't a concert, but I do have a Mick Jagger story. I have to share. Um, I was, um, i I sound so but it's true I was in London with my mother, and uh just just sort from of my nose I'm originally from there I just don't sound like it, and that's why I go there a lot um but my mom and I went to see evita uh, at, at on the west End, and we sit down and there's two seats next to me, and the lights go dark, and the show starts and right as uh the show starts, two people sit. Um, it's already dark, but they come and they sit down and that's fine. We're loving the show. We're loving the show. And the lights come up for intermission and the knee touching mine is Mick Jagger. <laughs> and I'm like, mom, look. over here!" And uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, and, you know, he didn't get up. He just sat there because it was like, as long as he didn't move, he wasn't really noticed. But uh, it was way before cell phone. So I have no picture proof. But my knee has touched Mick Jagger's knee.
1: You and about a thousand others.
2: I know. I was, was
1: going to say, six, six weeks of pills took care of that just fine. That was...
2: Uh, well, it was fun.
1: So so let me ask this. Um, so we've we talked about concerts and everything else that, that we've been to. Uh, one of the other things, and I know Lisa loves doing it. Anywhere we go, Lisa likes the thing that we're doing, number one, not even number one, sometimes number two. Number one, thing that we're doing, and number two, watching people at the thing that we're doing because a lot of times that's even more interesting than the thing that we're at so uh any any good stories about um people at so back to the concerts but at concerts people watching things that you have seen that are memorable the last bon jovi concert we went to
0: actually this popped up in my facebook feed we're at the bon jovi concert we're on the floor amy's next to me and this less than 20 year old is next to Amy. And I looked at Amy and said, she wasn't even born the first time you saw your first Bon Jovi concert. (laughs) Smart. that
1: Smart. That was not a good move on my part. Um, so I haven't, I haven't been, we have not been, well, I have not been to a, to a Bon Jovi concert, but I have seen Bon Jovi at a concert more than once, um, more than once. Um, when a couple of years ago uh, bon, uh sorry uh, def leppard was doing a residency at the joint in las vegas and um we were we went three times in a couple of weeks to to go listen to the concert and at least twice um the first time i want to say we were like walking in and um somebody's walking the other way and uh it's it's john bon jovi and and his wife um by the way as they would say in fargo he's a tiny little fella (laughs) um really small like really tiny um and then we're like huh well that's weird he's just on the floor here and then we go into our seats and if you look if you look across um from like where we're like uh, let's just say that we're i'll make this up we're in row 20 on the left side of the of the aisle and we look over and 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 John and his wife are like in row 21 on the right side of the stage. So we got better tickets than, than, than Bon Jovi had to this. And I'm like, huh? Wow. Okay. Well, I guess he just bought tickets or whatever. And then we go, um, a weekend or two weekends later and we go to back to back shows and he's there. Um, he's in the crowd. He's just sitting in with everybody else. Just, I guess he's a, he's a, he's a deaf fan. So, um, so there you go. That's, uh, yeah. So I haven't seen him at concert, but at a concert.
0: If Amy ever listens to this, she is going to be so jealous. She loves Bon Jovi. She's seen Bon Jovi more than she's seen anybody. Else. Oh, loves Bon Jovi.
2: I've seen them once, a long time ago. Um, not Slippery When Went Tour, but the one after that. And uh, yeah, they were pretty good. Um, I always liked Richie more than John, but um, that was just me. I like the guitar player usually, but they were a good show. Todd, you said if we seen something interesting years ago. Um, this is way past their prime, but um, I went and saw Jethro Tull, and uh, I have loved them. You know, they're classic. The fact that they were touring around, and there was a guy across the aisle from me who was um, probably around my same age, not would not have like seen, not have been old enough to see them when they're. Um, when they were big and so excited, like, oh my God, Jethro Tull, I'm going to get here all the songs. I'm da, 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 da. And he was really excited and he was with his friends and they were having a good time and they were drinking a lot and I could see it. And, and through the whole, I remember the opener was Fairport Convention, which was like folk music sort of thing. And, uh, intermission came for, uh, Jethro Tull to come on and I look over and this guy who has been so excited is passed out drunk in his chair. And never saw a single note of Jethro Tull. Was passed out the entire time. His friends never tried to wake him up. And, you know, I'm I'm kind of weird. I was, like, worried that maybe I should try and wake him up so he can see this. <laughs> My friends are like, let it go, Lisa. You don't know him. But I just felt so bad that he was so excited. And he never saw a single moment of him. So I always Aww. felt, you know, what sort of friends were those? At least try and wake him up. Or, you know, there's a lesson. Don't drink so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: there's that. Yeah.
2: But uh it was kind of funny. Um it's funny now. I felt bad for him though.
1: Okay, for our for our last question of of tonight, um let's let's talk about who would you like to see in concert that you haven't seen yet and is still possible to see. So, we will not accept the Beatles um, as an answer. Um, but just setting, uh, we, we don't have many roles, but we need to have a few. So uh, let's let's start with
2: Lisa this time. So um, I think you'll even know this one, Todd. Um, the one person I have always wanted to see and never seen is um, Johnny Cougar Mellencamp. John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mellencamp, whatever he's going by this week. I've always, always wanted to see him. Um, It's funny when he was huge in the eighties, not a big fan as, uh, as he has grown older. um, I just love him. I love his music. I like him. I just think I'd really like to see him. And I don't know that I'll ever have the opportunity. I don't think he comes our way very often. So I would have to travel, but I would really like to see him. And if one of you tells me you have seen him, I'm not going to talk to you anymore.
0: No, nope. no, not gonna be me. No. <laughs> it's not gonna be me either, but that's a really good one.
2: Yeah. That's
0: that's a that's yep, that's a good name. No,
2: yeah. Yep. No, I'd really, really like to see him. That so here's hoping. What about you, Dwayne?
0: Can I say Sting? Yes. How many times have you seen Sting?
2: Twice. <sighs> Twice. Yeah.
0: So that'd be so, good.
1: So for reasons that aren't important at this point, mostly involving falling down the YouTube hole a couple of months ago, um, getting to weird places. Do Do you know who uh, Sting has toured with recently in the last couple of years?
2: Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. Shaggy. Uh huh. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wasn't me. Uh huh. That guy and Sting together again for the first time uh touring yes um well that's my note for this week i learned holy cow it's um it, it go ahead and go on to youtube sting shaggy live and um there's some there's some stuff man i
2: think they played at the grammys together last year that's how i knew i'm almost certain they did
1: really <laughs> huh. doing do still like i don't i don't see how this works
0: <laughs> boom mind blown nope yep still want to see them
2: yeah, no. I, I never wanted to see the police, but staying by himself.
1: Todd. So this is the. I actually, I actually had got. I wanted to see him and um, had the ability to see him recently. Although maybe that got canceled. I'm, I'm not sure about the date, but I went to look to go buy tickets. Um, and then I realized I didn't want to see him that much. Um, is uh. I, I, I was thinking, actually, you know what? Uh Phil Collins has been doing oh, his right. Still Not Dead Yet tour. Oh. And I was like, Man, I've never seen Phil. And I, you know, that would be that would be great. Um again on, on uh on YouTube there's a there's, you know, live concert of him coming up and doing in the air tonight and like, oh my goodness, and oh that'd be great. And then I'm like and then I see last year it's like, Hey, he's gonna he's gonna be touring, like awesome, and he's come to Las Vegas. Like, okay, great. And I went to go buy tickets and um, they were like $400. Like to get in the door was like 350 or $400 a ticket. And I went, mm, yeah, you know what? Um, I, I can, I can watch a lot of YouTube uh, for that much money. So, so absolutely. I would love to see Phil Collins um, live. Uh, but I, I, I'm getting, it's getting harder and harder for me to justify um plus tickets uh, on for concerts. So that, that may be that, that ship may have sailed.
0: I saw a note this early, this winter that Genesis was getting back together for a tour.
2: Just in the UK right now um, that they actually got an Instagram account and have been like putting out little cryptic messages. But from what I understand, it's just the UK for now and then they'll see how that goes. And then they may come um to the US.
1: I was
0: literally That's be waiting. an expensive ticket when I figure the plane ticket on top of it. <laughs> I
1: I was actually waiting for Lisa to say, so when I saw Genesis in London in the late 80s, <laughs> <laughs> it was in a pub that only held four people. And so it was it was Phil and Mike and Tony and the bartender had to step out so I could come in and listen. And it was it was amazing <laughs> I'm so, so before they really hit yeah. it big, well, they were they were just workshopping some stuff for their next big stadium. You no, know, Peter so just left. Just, yeah, they just stopped by to grab a pint and said, "You know what? We should give this a try." <laughs> yeah. Did your knees
0: touch? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Oh, my. oh, that's a that's a great one to end on. That's
1: fantastic. <laughs> Oh, the best story we have after an hour and a half of podcasting is one that didn't happen. It's drive <laughs> safe. Everybody. <laughs> Two shows nightly tip your waitresses.
0: Oh, so our, we'll do our thank yous. Uh, music note. Uh, this week's theme was happy boy by Kevin MacLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a creative commons attribution license. Uh thanks again to Podbean for hosting. For now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> thanks, L- thanks, Lindsay. We'll have to get to work on that. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Podbean for now, where you can subscribe. Uh, you can send your feedback uh, to Mark Felderman or to Lindsay and they'll get it to us. Or you can email us at feedback at talking uh, Thanks to
1: Lisa for joining us. It's been great. Thanks
2: for having me. It was fun.
1: Todd, this was a blast as always. And we'll be back next week, whether anybody wants us to be or not.
0: That's right. Until next week, we've been talking to Todd.
1: That is strong of work.
0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: you.